hosted by Bobby Enright. Welcome guys to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host, Bobby Enright. On today's show, we're going to speak about weighing yourself and, and, and how with the weighing skills can be something that can be beneficial in one sense, but also can be detrimental in the other sense. And is it the best uh, prog- progress metric for you to tr- change your body for long-term body transformation and success? So it's what we have to look at is we have to break down a few things and we have to see, okay, if you stepped on the scales after after a day of maybe being a bit stressed, high at work, uh, maybe had a few extra carbs, and suddenly your weight spikes, um, and you're wondering why have you gained a few pounds on the scales? Um, you, remember, you, you can gain it running up to, say, for women, running up to their menstrual cycle. Um, if you feel very highly stressed, if fluctuations in scale weight can be coming from a lot of places. So scale weight is it can be a valuable tool that helps you rather than giving you a headache. But we have to look at it in the overall scheme of things. Is it the best uh, metric to use when it comes to true body transformation change and when we look at that we have to say to ourselves okay if we're going on the down the road of okay we want to lose weight we want to improve body composition we need to look at a few variables not just scale weight because scale weight tends to be the most popular progress measuring tool and it's readily available it's easy to use and um, unlike other systems like dexa scans uh, bod pods all this kind of stuff body weight measurements can be highly beneficial for achieving and maintaining health and fitness goals around because you get a feedback you get that instant feedback when you jump on a scales but the problem there we see there can be massive fluctuations scale weight is is in i think people misunderstand it an awful lot because you can sometimes be up weight sometimes be down weight and then you're trying to figure out what the hell is happening here remember the body that your body includes everything physically contained in the body is there's muscle tissue there's bone there's organs there's water there's food you ate last night and so on so there's there's a lot of of um variables at play there when you jump on that scales so when you when, when, when the most important thing is if you are using uh, the scales as your only driver you can be a little bit hung up on it now i see this more in the female population than the male population um but and that's not biasing either one but just i see it trending a little bit more in females than males um but like what you have to look at is okay your body composition and if you are saying okay i'm starting on the road of um trying to lose weight change my lifestyle change everything what metrics can i use that are not going to and i always say this to clients are not going to change your complete mindset for that day and when you look at it if you look at uh, metrics we can use okay we can use scale weight as one metric of measurement so we can go on the scales we take now i like personally as a coach I would get people, if, if it doesn't affect them, I get them to weigh themselves each day for a period of time, and then we'll just take the averages. If we are going for the minimal effective dose, we'd, we'd weigh ourselves three times a week. And then what we would do um, is we would look at the average for that week. Um, so what when you, when you look at um, scale weight, there is a huge amount of things that can go against you as well. So the couple of things we need to think about is if we are using scale weight, what else can we use? We can use scale weight as one metric. We can use GERP measurement, measurements as an next metric. And we can use photographs as our third metric. We can also use, for females, dress sizes. And that's something you could do. What You were X dress size on week one and on week eight, you're, this dress size you've dropped down. So your body composition has changed. So what I would say to you is a lot of people get 
hung up then on, on 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 scale weight because they're not using the other two or three metrics that we have. So then the problem is, is when you come along and we'll say the things that can affect fluctuations are simple stuff like you, you could have had a high calorie food the, the night before. A calorie dense foods often contain high amounts of sodium. So then the body's fluid stores are all over the place and you're going to find that your body will fluctuate. And um, when you eat extra carbs, your body pulls in water. That's going to increase possibly your weight. Yeah, um, you mightn't have drank enough water in the day. You could be a little bit dehydrated. There's going to be fluctuations in weight. Uh, simple stuff like you're stressed. You didn't sleep very well at night. Body is not rejuvenated. It's not replenished its energy. It's going to trigger then because remember hormone or hormone or, or stress hormone is cortisol. And our when cortisol is elevated, uh, we have it, it can trigger water retention. So that's another thing. Unexpected period, time coming into your menstrual for females, your weight body is fluctuating, it's in a stress state, so you're going to find fluctuations in weight. Some females go up, some females come down. Again, you might have gut health issues, you might might be having adequate fiber in your diet, so you're, um, you might be irritable in the gut or you might be constipated, and again, that's going to fluctuate the weight. So what can we do? to really think about if we are using scale weight and it's the only metric that's available to us, how can we say, or how can we make it a non-stressful thing? Again, again, sorry, again, it goes back to education, understanding the variables at play. So when we want to lose weight, change our body composition, we want to go into the gym, we want to lift weights, we want better, better muscle tone, we want to feel healthier, we want a better aerobic system, we just want to all or all or we want to do an overhaul of our lifestyle we need to look at one thing first we need to create a constant calorie deficit so to lose fat you must be in a calorie deficit a combination of decreasing food intake and increasing your activity levels is the easiest way to do this uh, you, but your starting calorie goal is just a, a, a guess at the start you may need to tweak things as you go along so when you set out your deficit first there's no one calculation that can give you, okay, that's exactly what my deficit should be. You just work off variables. So you just see how the body is reacting to it from your measurements, from your performance, from your energy levels, from your scale weight, from your photographs, from all that kind of stuff. So that's the first thing, creating a constant calorie deficit. And when I say constant, I don't mean going into Monday to Friday, you're in a deficit and suddenly you're all over the place at the weekend, you're in a surplus at the weekend, you're you're highly stressed at going into the Monday again, and then you're you're one of these people who are just going to run that five-day deficit again, and then you're a weekend warrior. It's a constant deficit. So you're, you're, you're picking a figure that's sustainable, supports the output you're doing. So from an EA standpoint, and an EA being energy availability, you're getting enough energy available to go about your day, train, and recover. So that's really important. This dropping calories extremely low, you are going to have a very low EA, and that's going to be causing problems later down the road. Adding resistance training to your program is one of the primary primary things that signals the body to burn fat rather than than than, than muscle during a diet. So when we're when we're lifting weights, our body has a signal to burn fat rather than muscle. Now, women uh, have lower testosterone levels, um, and it and with women, a lot of the time, I find that they're they're. They, they struggle with this whole, if I lift weights, I'm going to look bulky. I want to look toned and defined. But resistance training is non-negotiable, as in it doesn't suddenly you lift weights and you look bulky. If you continuously lift, lift weights 
and you, you're not doing mindless hours of cardio and you focus on your daily daily activity levels through say 10,000 steps and then you work on a progressive overload of resistance training so you're continuously going to the gym maybe three times a week again it's like the, the calorie the constant calorie deficit a constant resistance training program so you're hitting the gym three times a week you're hitting a 10,000 daily step goal um, and you're probably doing a little bit of sweaty stuff in between is absolutely perfect Remember, our body will, we want our body to burn fat as fuel when we lift weights, not to burn muscle tissue. So we want to build muscle. So we're going to have adequate protein in there. And that's our next one, hitting a daily protein goal. Once we have calorie deficit set, we have a progressive overload in terms of our resistance training. We're going to hit train three times a week. We have a 10,000 calorie step count done. And then we're looking at our protein. We're hitting adequate protein to support the goal of building lean tissue, get more tone, put on muscle. And then that's really, really imp important we do that. Okay. And then from there, um, you, you, you start to say, look at trends. So rather than micromanaging your weight daily, focus on trends by looking at weekly averages. You can account, you can account for fluctuations and then you can make some decisions. For, for most women, like the rate of change is kind of between 0.5 to 1% total body weight loss um, strikes a balance between adherence and negotiable progress. So that's kind of where we need to be. 0.5 to 1% of total body loss. That's a good kind of sustainable approach to weight loss. And with, with guys, exactly the same, maybe a little bit more, because again, what I find working with, with male population is the weight seems to come off a little bit quicker because we've less fluctuations, we've less going on, on in the body hormonally wise, because obviously due from male to female, and there isn't a menstrual cycle in the middle there that can cause changes. But that's very, very important and then you have to consider all changes before making a change you have to consider all factors so instead of you jumping on and saying okay your weight loss plateaus rather than you think okay i need to drop my calories here i need to train harder i need to move more you need to look at other variables as well so again progress is really important but again when you when your progress stalls and suddenly you see the weight stalling and you're 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 fat you're you're just infatuated with the with the whole scale is that moving okay I, I need to do something you have to look a bit deeper you look at sleep recovery stress was it a typical week was this the same as last week or have you did you have particularly bad night's sleep did you particularly have maybe a very stressful week of work did you eat different foods or drink less water than usual did your activity levels drop and are, are you expecting a menstrual if it comes to a female so that's really really important that you that the metric you look at is not just the scales that moving you just look at other metrics you might look at girt measurements as well you look at and all see all these plateaued you don't make drastic decisions from that because you again we need to look um look at all factors involved in in a plateau and in progress and sleep and stress and all these things food quality and food types can make a massive difference so it's really important that you compare your progress um each week when you look at it okay what are my measurements like you prepare you then you look at your photographs and then you look at your your um your your scale weight and all these things if you're if you're just tracking scale weight you're not you're not going to see progress as as it should be seen because you just looking at one weight that has a massive fluctuation so it can be up can be down so the bigger picture we have to look at is body measurements undoubtedly have some flaws because people are don't um 
would say aren't measuring themselves accurately each time so they can be a little bit off so the key thing there is when you're taking measurements and a little trick i give you guys is you mark the area so have a, a process a point that you measure from so it will say if you're measuring at your navel it's at your belly button you're measuring making sure the tape is straight making sure that you're hitting that same point each time if you're measuring at the widest part of your hips have that bony process where you say okay that is the wide, widest part of my hips Put a little mark there so you can see okay that's exactly where the tape needs to be and then you can you can go off that get somebody to do it as well can help you massively with photographs you just want to make sure you could look at the photographs and there's nothing that you can say is different same outfit possibly same lighting same position that's really really important so you have to look at that so the key thing here when you're looking at these metrics and again scale weight is another thing guys you need to understand if you're going to use scale weight as a metric of progress make sure your scale is calibrated and is in the same position and not moved um from that position because that can throw it off like moving it from the bathroom to the bedroom to the, the hallway to the kitchen uh, the floor could be slightly different the weighing scales is going to be off so that's something really really important that you look at okay if it's skirt measurements you're doing be as accurate as possible if you're looking at photographs same lighting same clothes same area in the in the, in the room and then if you're looking at measurement or weight scale weight then make sure you're setting your scales down and not moving it that's really important now when we look at the bigger picture scale weight's an easy to use way of 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 tracking but it's only one and it comes with flaws. Um, like what I would say to you is it's common for dieters to target weight tied towards scale weight. So anybody's dieting, if you know anybody, they'll always, you'll always probably hear, okay, scale weight. My scales isn't moving. I'm, I'm, I am losing weight. I've had a terrible week. So it's just getting a deeper understanding there and you understand, okay, scale weight is just one tool in the box to measure progress alongside your photos and your measurements. I mean, and, and the other thing is it, it's important to differentiate between weight loss and fat loss. If your goal is more about being toned and defined, look, improving your body composition through fat loss should be your primary goal. Remember, fat loss, body composition, that's why we talk about it. You want to lose fat. If, you, if you're only solely on about losing weight, okay, you, you, your body is just getting lighter. What we want to do is we want to change the way you look. So wanting that more toned, which could mean at times you're actually staying the same way, but you're looking completely different in your photographs because your body is burning fat and building muscle at the same time. So hence, you're not just focused on weight loss. That's really important. Obsessing over numbers on a scale is not only likely to lead you to your goal. It could also result in un un unhealthy behaviors because if the scale weight is the only metric yeah it could it could it's not only it's, it's not unlikely it'll actually you you'll get there okay your goal is x weight and you get there but by getting there you start to develop very unhealthy behaviors and that's a huge problem guys so that's why it's important to have more than one metric carbohydrate intake sleep stress hydration levels like we spoke about and menstrual all impact your scale weight and that's something to think about as well remember the key factors for improving body composition creating a constant calorie deficit through your diet increasing your activity alongside a progressive resistance training program that's where you need to start so really think about that okay when you look at your calorie deficit we know okay there's plenty of calculators on, on the internet that you can just calculate it gives you an approx figure then you look at your metrics for measuring and you set them out if it's scale weight you take an average maybe three times a week you weigh yourself same conditions take an average 
do your gut measurements once a week, see where they are, write them down, take your photographs once a week, same position, same clothes, same lighting. And then from there, that, that original calorie figure that you brought in and you, you said, right, I'm going to start here, see how your body's reacting. You might have to drop that down a little bit. You might have to put it up a little bit. So it's really important, guys. So you have to be looking at the bigger picture because what we want to do, we know scale weight is one way to track progress, but it has a huge amount of flaws as well. So it's really, really important that you focus on um, more than one variable of data because that will give you a better picture because you look at the bigger picture then and you can make an informed decision on how to move forward. And that's where a good coach comes in. If your coach is only driven by scale weight, the problem there is you're, you're, you're going to be obsessive and compulsive around that number. So you're going to definitely, definitely, without a doubt, start to build unhealthy behaviors and that's what you don't want because then you'll start to take actions like dropping calories doing more work um cutting out food groups all this kind of stuff that are going to have um unhealthy consequences and not good behavioral consequences that's what we need to do we need to build good habits and behaviors around changing our body like i said there understanding the difference between weight loss and fat loss there is a difference. And remember, the perfect scenario for everybody wanting to change body composition is burn off excess body fat and build lean tissue, build lean muscle, more toned body. That's what you want. So the scale weight doesn't matter. Like if you come along and you say, right, geez, my photos look fantastic. But my scales really haven't moved. But look, look at the way I look. I look completely different. It's recomp, it's body composition. You've lost body fat and gained lean tissue. And that's really, really important. Um, and, and again, you'll have the problem with, with the likes of just judging everything you do off scales is a lot of people are coming out of yo-yo dieting. And a lot of these companies are driven towards scale weight because it, it's an easy, easy reference for them to bring in people, jump on a scales, Yes, it's down a pound. Fantastic. They go away happy. They come in, they jump on a scales, it's up weight. That whole person's whole week is destroyed. And then you're just picking up the pieces all the time, trying to coach them, trying to coax them, trying to put your arm around them, helping them that way. You'll be okay. You'll come in next week. You'll be down a pound. And it's not 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 um, sustainable at all. And, it's, and all it starts to do is build unhealthy behaviors around scale weight and around losing weight and changing your overall uh, body composition. Remember, everything we do when we want to change, if somebody comes to me and they, they're sitting there and they say, okay, I, I've, a, I've a crap diet, I, I, I've my resting heart rate through the roof, my blood pressure is high, I need to do something. That person, for me as a client, is the goal isn't lose weight. The goal is to, to improve this person's overall lifestyle and create behaviors and habits, create good actions that will have positive consequences for that person so they can turn their life around and then the byproduct of doing that is they're going to be getting leaner they're going to start losing weight they'll feel healthier their aerobic system is going to be better their their their, their muscular system is going to improve from resistance training and they're going to be over their whole life is overhauled and suddenly this world of um, nutrition and training is now part of their lifestyle that's what we need to do and that's what's important that's what you need to do when you look at your goal 
it's not about you just losing weight. It's about you changing your behaviors and habits and, 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 and revitalizing and reworking your whole lifestyle and really setting yourself up for success that way. And that's really important, guys. You, you don't get bogged down. And the only thing you're interested in is that number on the scales moving down because we know there's so many trends that can go against you from sleep to stress to food quality, not drinking water, activity levels less than the week before, and then just your menstrual cycle if you're a female. So it's really important, guys, from a standpoint of if we're trying to do something, especially before Christmas now where everybody's kind of thinking, oh, I want to lose weight and I want to you know, get myself in good shape for Christmas period because I know there'll be loads of food coming in and bits and pieces, you need to set yourself up for success there because if you just solely work on, okay, I'm going to lose as much weight as I can now in the next seven weeks so I can eat as much as I can in at Christmas time, you're just d- driving yourself down another rabbit hole because what happened in January, you're back to where you, you, you were in October, you're suddenly probably up a little bit of weight, you're, 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 you're then in not a very good mindset, you're feeling lethargic, you're demotivated, and you're just driven in again with that whole, oh, I lose weight now for the first six weeks of the year and put my, put my mindset in a better, a better place. So that's really important because the key thing is, look, if we lose six kilos and you're delighted with that six kilos and you say, oh, I was uh, 70 kilos and now I'm 64, I'm absolutely ecstatic. But what behaviors and habits have you instilled and continuously and consistently hit every single day to get to that point if you haven't done that and suddenly you jump back up in weight you never instill these behaviors so the, the whole process was flawed and that's really important thing to note as well is you have to build 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 and stack your daily habits and make them habits make these behaviors habits and then automatically they become just the norm and that's important because that six kilos then will be representative will 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 represent so much more it's not just the number now it's the whole behavior and lifestyle you've changed you've overhauled yourself and then you're moving forward and that's really important so that's just something to think about guys when it comes to scale weight remember when you're trying to change body composition for this christmas period think about there's more than one metric don't be in one box have a couple open then you can make an informed decision look at the areas scale weight photos gut measurements performance sleep stress all these things food quality and then you can make decisions on your own health and how to move forward and if you have a coach that's what the coach is there for that's what we do on a daily basis guys is helping people change their lifestyle change their behaviors not just one metric we look at the bigger picture look at the background story giving that person enough energy to go about their day and train really hard that's really important as well and then try to drive motivation through results um, and again once i think what's very empowering for people as well is if they're involved in that decision making process so when i'm working with people online i would always be there talking to them showing them okay this is my thought process this is why i'm changing this and this is what's going to benefit you and this is the behavior and habit you need to do and action you need to take to get this result and then that person can feel okay i'm involved here okay i know that process i understand why i'm doing this now that makes sense and then they can move forward with a sense of purpose so that's really important guys so i hope that was intuitive to you i hope you you will get something from it again like share and uh, comment on the podcast share it with your friends if, if you think it will help them and again i really appreciate if you could share reach repeat podcast on your social media pages um just give us a shout out if you can that would be just to help us to grow the channel and help to get the voice out to a wider a wider audience and again guys i 
hope you're having a fantastic week. I'm recording this on the bank holiday, so you'll be listening to this after the bank holiday. I hope you had a fantastic bank holiday. I hope that you are really empowering yourself now for change and really moving forward to finish out 2021 at, at, in the best way you, you, you can at all possible. So again, have a fantastic week. Let's really smash it this week. And thanks a million for listening to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast.